Hello and welcome to another episode of the Point Forward Podcast. Had a lot of football hype last week with Thanksgiving, but that's in the past. We're moving forward with NBA talk. And as always, my co-host PJ is here to talk about it with me. PJ, what up, man? Hello. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard an Adele-inspired... Uh, oh, no, I was going to go. I was going to break out in the Lionel Richie, but... Oh, okay. I was like, I'm just not. I was just. I pump fake the bars. I was like, I guess I just thought. I was like, no. You just have such a feminine voice. I thought that it was Mordell. That's my bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I know. Mistaken by the Aretha Franklin, Adele, Whitney Houston. All all the powerful. Celine Dion. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I, when I think of you, I think of Celine Dion pretty much every time. Um, hey. <laughs> this, is hey. a, this is a good start. Uh, you know, I think this is going to be a very interesting podcast. It's been a, kind of a weird week in the NBA. We got a break on Thursday. Nothing super huge coming out other than earlier today, Fizdale. Uh, it was announced that the Grizzlies are letting David Fizdale go, which... I think we'll we're definitely gonna hit on that here in a bit. But before we get to that, I just gotta say, I talked about this last week. It would have been nice to have an NBA game to watch Thanksgiving night. You can't tell me you wouldn't have rather flipped to a decent NBA game than watching the Giants Redskins on Thursday. Oh, I did not watch the Giants Redskins. I uh, what did I do on? Th- oh, I think I just watched. Oh, I watched yeah, Hell or High Water, and I watched The Arrival, two movies I had not seen. That were on the back burner list of movies I needed to watch. I don't know what Hell or High Water good. is, but is is a, is it the Arrival or Arrival? The arrival. Is that the Arrival? The Amy Adams Alien thing. Yep. Jeremy Renner too. I thought it was just Arrival, but okay. Uh, yeah, I want to see arrival? that. I think so. Yeah, I really want to see that too. Uh, it's definitely on my list. I watched The Big Sick, and I would definitely recommend that to anyone. The that's Disney a big, movie. No, the big sick. Uh, I have no, oh, I don't, sick. I, what did you think I said? The big six. Oh, big hero six. I've seen yeah. that too, but I didn't watch that this weekend. That shit's uh, on my. I, I like signed up for something and like that movie. Like there's like some free movies or something I just got. Like I, because I realized that some of my like Blu-rays that I bought like have digital access. And that you could uh, download like the digital versions of them. So like, and I looked. I think I looked at my John Wick, or like there was one of them that was like gonna expire at the end of this year. And I was like, oh shit, I better use these. I didn't know they would expire. And you um, bought Big Hero Six? No. So, but like, I signed up for like the thing. Like, so you have to go to a website to redeem the codes. Um, which I didn't know. I was just like, okay, like here, let me do my codes and then i was starting to download it but there was like the most random ass movies that were alongside it so big hero 6 is one of them these are ones i did not own that i just got i mean uh the 2016's ghostbusters ice age jason bourne lego movie and yeah just those (laughs) were just uh, like available to me to uh to have they're just like giving that away free movies on the streets which i just thought were like very eclectically random ass movies to have um 
Lego I don't think I've good. seen any of them except for Lego Movie. Yeah, Lego Movie's the best. Lego Movie's Lego good. Movie. Uh, Big Hero Six is like a downer. I wouldn't really recommend. It's it's pretty meh. I watched uh, a lot of. I don't think I wa- I really didn't watch many sports at all this week. I was heavy on the movies this week. Weekend. Hey, that's all right. I mean, to be honest, the NFL slate was very underwhelming on on Sunday. Oh, it was um, bad. And NBA has had better weeks too. Like after the Warriors OKC game last week, they're just um, and not to say that there weren't game, there weren't good games, but they're matchups wise, there just wasn't you know there was not too sexy much out there. But much. hey, we should we should we should talk about OKC and Golden State because since Katie left, the Thunder finally got a W against the Warriors. They're one zero against them this season. That was definitely the one of the bigger matchups of this of this season up to this point. And KD got a triple or sorry, KD. Uh Russ had a triple double. Um and they convincingly won that game, which like was shocking to me. But this Thunder team, you just have no idea what you're gonna get from them night tonight. Yeah, because they followed that up by losing to the Mavericks. It's tough to deal with. I'm having a tough time. Yeah, the uh, roller coaster ride that's been there, but I think that's just kind of it, like I'm okay with that for like them and almost like the T Wolves too. I'm kind of like okay with these like swings. Um, there are a few other teams uh, besides that where I'm like I'm just gonna I'm gonna just have to eat these like big wild swings and not be able to really figure out how good they are till I feel like January because they're just. <laughs> They've just got a lot, a, of, got so a lot much of change. Going on. They've got so much going on that it's like. And I think I may have to. I haven't talked about the T Wolves too much this year, at least like really going in on my take from them thus far. But I'm going to talk about them a little bit later. And, and I feel I agree with you in that the similarities between these two teams are that they've got a ton of talent and just way too many changes and guys that are ball dominant learning to play with one another uh it's tough it doesn't always translate to wins the okc thing is really weird just because they play great defense and can't score if you think it would be the opposite yeah it's yeah i mean what they did to the thunder or what the thunder did to golden state on wednesday was pretty wild i was like not expecting but Okay, but but the words just get in this mood where they're just like they they let the moment kind of take over and they're they all kind of try to be the heel together and they're not good at it <laughs> like at all and then like especially when they're not hitting their like any shots and like you can just tell cuz then they like it devolves and then trying to be a heel and then them like all right, we're just going to play basketball and then they make these like stupid ass turnovers. They're just like for a team as talented and as like just unbelievable to watch, there's just moments where they just implode on themselves, and they're just like, "F this! I'm gonna try to throw this basketball through the tiniest window, and think no one's gonna tip this or like touch this ball." And sometimes it looks like they just like, almost like in 2K, when you like don't do like the symbol pass and you just like hit the pass button. And it doesn't pass to the guy you wanted him to. They have so many of those. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I know what you mean. 
Um, and I misspoke, by the way. Ross actually finished with nine assists in the game against the Warriors, but uh, yeah. Get your facts right, Ultra. My my bad. Fake news. My bad. Uh, don't I don't <laughs> want to be in that fake news contest, Ultra. You don't? I kind of want to. Yeah. Well, I can tell you're practicing. You've been practicing. Hey, I've uh, ever since I saw that tweet earlier today. Just, just oh, like, yeah. oh, I gotta get ready for the. We pod should have right. opened up the podcast with a uh, back with your two favorite podcasters, aka me and Andrea. <laughs> In parentheses, me. Uh, <laughs> but no, they. Uh, I. <laughs> The Thunder is such a frustrating team. I do think they're gonna they're gonna figure this out. Especially frustrating finish. to bet on. I no longer think that they're you know, I think we pegged them as the third ranked team in the West. Maybe second. I think I picked them and maybe the second best team in the West. Um and it's it's not looking good. Uh yeah, so I had Warriors one, Thunder two, Spurs three, Rockets four. T Wolves, Nuggets, Blazers, Clips, and the Clips, even at the eight seed, I'm definitely regretting that now. And the Thunder, good for a week or two. Regretting that and the Rockets, they should have just been the two seed. I'm I'm stupid. They've been pretty insane. Dumb. Do you know what was really stupid and not while we're talking about the Thunder? Patrick Patterson, not gonna win sixth man of the year. <laughs> Definitely not going to win sixth man of the year. I really like that picture. I like that you said. I was like, oh, that's fun. Yeah, I mean, I liked it too, but I don't it's not looking so I good. I honestly, like, thought about that a week ago. And I was I like, I wonder who I picked. I think you picked Eric Gordon, who's a good pick, but. I don't. Yeah, I honestly, I do. I was like, oh, I could just, like, open up that sheet and go see. And I was like. Or I'll just go on and with my day, so. <laughs> or not. I was like, or, or I just, just well. I was like, or you know, it's done and done, and we'll just see what happens later. It'll be fun to laugh at in a couple months. Yeah, Patrick Patterson is averaging 14 minutes a game and just under three points. Yeah, we're almost at my not 20 great. game mark, so then I'll then we can start to really have some takeaways from. He's coming off knee surgery. The thing is, is like. You've got a lot of good, pretty solid lineups if you can play Melo at the four, Paul George at the four. So are you going to play Pat Pat at the five? Or are you going to like I don't know what you're I don't know what your plan with him is. So like it's just a little crowded. I really like that signing. I think that it'd be I, I like I just like what he can do for that team, but he hasn't been doing those things this year. So he's not kind of doing the things we signed him to do. He's really not. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Warriors are still really good at basketball. They they picked a, f- a few more wins last week, beat the Pelicans. Uh, they just seemed like Clay Thompson had a terrible night shooting between Clay and Draymond. Uh, they, I think, had four, 15 points combined between those two guys. And uh, Steph had a pretty average game for him. And, you know, KD wasn't lighting the world on fire. So, I hey, – I, I, the intensity of these games are so fun, uh, so obviously it'd be great to see these two teams face each other in the playoffs. But like, okay, see, make something happen. We're you're not even in the conversation to be playing the Warriors in the playoffs at this point. Do something crazy. Do something crazy. I um. You, know, you should have all of your points just be lyrics from songs for the rest of this podcast. 
Oh, you want me to try that? I'd like to see how far you could get. How low can you go? <laughs> hey, there's one. What were you going to say? I didn't mean to uh, throw you off. You didn't throw me. You never throw me off. I'm uh, unfazed. You're the one. You're a professional. You're a professional. <laughs> I'm a professional. You're the one that gets thrown off. My I was bad. just going to say we're almost at my 20 game mark, so I can, I'll can. Uh, i officially have to retire the cliche and my mainly it's just a crutch of being able to say oh you know i don't really know make a bunch of noise stuff um because some of the well we'll finally have i think enough to to make some some takes on some teams but um until that point you know we still have a few more games (laughs) like one or two yeah for some of these teams um but yeah i mean i think with the thunder I, the one thing that I still really want is more. I want more Paul George, but I can also at this point see and like understand the argument that Russ needs to just take over a little bit more, um, because that's what he did against the Thunder. Or, I mean, against the Warriors, and it looked pretty good. Um, and I didn't feel like it was last year, though, as much, where it's like it was only him. But um, outside that, yeah, I just their bench is just going to be weird. I don't like – I thought it was going to maybe form a little bit differently. Uh, and, yeah, I don't – I mean, I, I th- hopefully when we get to January-ish, we'll – at least the Paul George, Mello, Russ thing kind of is figured out if it's going to all work at all. Like, those three kind of figure it out. Um, but some of it's just kind of, I just, I mean, if, if it doesn't work out between these three guys, like, I'm pretty baffled to be like, who can play with Russell Westbrook then? It's, like, tough. Like, what's the right mix for Russell Westbrook to possibly win a championship? It's not a great look. What's, but, but it's, it's not too, like it's on just, him. But that's like it's but, too early. It's just too early to, to say. But if he can't make, I'm not saying that if if he doesn't win a championship this year, he's like a failure. I'm not saying that. No. I'm just saying if he can't make a, a team like this be competitive in the playoffs, I think that might be a red flag. Yeah, I also there's wonder too if- much talent. There's too much talent on this team to not be winning at least a series. Even if you're in the West, like the West is not, the West is fine, and I think that by the end of the year it's going to shift more. Like right now, it looks like the East is is surprising us a little bit as far as how good a few teams are. Like the Pistons are very surprising; they're second in the East. The Pacers haven't have looked a lot better, at least in my eyes, than I expected. The Sixers have been what people were hoping they could be. And then you look at the West, and it's just like the Clippers there's, are terrible. I mean, there's still, there's the Grizz still... have lost eight straight. There's just so much basketball left to play. Yeah, and I, there's just there is a lot of parity still. Like there's teams have yet to really separate out. So I mean, maybe it's going to be like 25 games at this point because of the late, the earlier start with it. I, I just want, I, I'm still like taking that into consideration when looking at some of this is like are we do i feel like i've watched have i gotten enough of every team at this point to 
really be like yes or no um and i only feel like i have for maybe Not many you know se- seven teams i've gotten enough to be like all right this is kind of where they're at and the only way i can see that changing is if they do this or that you know this that or the other but like for example like i think the Cavs are finally you know back to a normal-ish but they're also like still not playing very good defense so like i don't like where do you put that kind of an assessment on a team like that versus Which, uh, while, while we're on the Cavs, i would like to hear your d rose take because it was announced this week that he's like away oh, from the yeah. team away from the team and he's contemplating his career in basketball yeah i mean a, it sucks. Um, I mean, I feel bad for the guy. Um, B, I can understand how that takes a toll, and he's definitely prior to this, like, had opened up kind of at this point. Like, well, let me put that sentence together, actually. <laughs> he had opened up a little bit after signing with the Cavs that the toll, and he just wanted to get back to basketball. Um and just the constant injury piece of it, I just I'm not sure if he's going to be a guy that can stay healthy. I'm not sure what what you can do with him. I mean, he's he's uh, interestingly enough, I feel like the guy that's probably best suited to help him with this is Dwayne Wade, because Dwayne Wade had a little bit of a stretch where he was just like broken and kind of looked older than he is. It's like Derrick Rose is only 28, so it's. It's tough to say like that. I mean, for him to say I'm done, I just can't do this. Like, I I, I won't blame him, but it's it's unfortunate and it's quite the. He's he's we literally our generation's Penny Hardaway. Uh, at the the same time, uh, I mean injuries happen. I just I but it's it's a mental thing for him at this point, and that's. That's, I think, more of it than anything. It's just the grind and the effort it will take. It takes a guy to want to get back and to continue. And, I mean, that is disheartening to just, you know, work really hard to get back, do all this stuff, and then you know, you're back at it again. And, like, I wouldn't want to make a career out of rehabbing. <laughs> and then, you know, no. people just referencing, like, your previous accomplishments and then saying, like, Oh, can he do that again? Or you see flashes of it. Um, it's difficult. I'm also, I mean, he too, he'd be walking away from a lot of, because he would, I think I saw, he would have to like, he'd give up like $80 million to Adidas. If he does retire, um, which I mean, money is money, but that's a lot of money. And he's always been a guy that's talked about that. I mean, maybe he's he's matured and realized he has more than he needs. It is enough, you know, for him and his and good old PJ and PJ's graduations and everything. I would assume he probably does. He at this point he's accumulated enough generational wealth. But yeah, it's it's tough. It's a sad, sad, sad turn. At least him disappearing this time had an explanation unlike when he disappeared from the Knicks last year. But yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure what what else. I mean, I I'd, I'd like to hope that like the this team he's on is probably his best bet to keep it going though. 
Uh, I mean, he's spoken about the influence early that LeBron and Dwayne Wayne and those guys have had, but I'm sure, too, like being hurt and like your team kind of muddling around 500 wasn't fun for him either. So we'll see. It's it'd be really it'd be really cool to see him get to the point that he could you know play in the Eastern Conference Finals, maybe the finals this year, assuming the finals this year, and he could just play ten minutes of giving us flashes of that D Rose athleticism from when he was, you know, MVP D Rose. Because I I think it's a long shot to think that he would be able to play another game in the NBA 30 plus minutes playing like he did when he was peak D Rose at the Bulls. No, I but maybe he can be that guy that guy off the bench in very limited minutes and like that could be a big spark for the Cavs and like that's what I'm hoping for, you know? But I think that's what he was hoping. I think that's what everyone in this situation was like hoping and I think it's his thing is like damn, but I'm like hurt again and I just keep getting hurt. And it's it's super sad. I don't want to talk about too much in the sense that like assuming that this is going to be the end because who knows but I just really hope that um, I hope that this isn't the end hopefully he can he can make his way back and, and play the rest of the year in limited minutes especially when Isaiah is back you know because uh, we apologize for the technical difficulties we just have had really bad luck recording lately but um we it's should trump uh, trump's been hearing too many of my triggered takes and has been trying to shut us down you know you referenced the tweet earlier from today and ever since then we've had a tough time yeah it's okay government tried to shut us down i have the, I have the documents folks <laughs> truth <God's not>. <laughs> <laughs> well, global truth well, <laughs> I was trying to remember the, I was trying to remember the, Infowars. Oh, I know it, it was a pretty good. Uh, that was a pretty good impersonation. I liked it. Um, we should uh, we should definitely get in on before we get kicked off the servers of this again. We should definitely talk about the Fizdale firing. Um, you know, a lot of other big NBA people, Wade, LeBron, weighing in on him being fired and. It was really surprising for me because I hadn't seen the issues reported on that Marcus Soul was having with Fizdale, and it just kind of seems like it was a it was a him or me type of situation. And they obviously went with their star that they're paying a ton of money to, and um, who's also thirty two. Who's thirty two? Who you could probably get a pretty penny for dealing. And uh, it was just really puzzling because I really like Fizdale. Like, who does more with what they have, you know? Um, Fizdale. I think Fizdale's a pretty good coach. I mean, he made the playoffs last year. I'd say that's a pretty He's had a really rough string, you know, losing eight straight here. But guess what? He's playing Mario Chalmers, a point guard, every night. Uh, And no Mike Conley. They haven't had... uh, Michael Green for a good portion of the season. They have $30 million a year tied up into Chandler Parsons. I just I really like what he did for them and he was like he went toe to toe and like did a really good job adjusting to pop in last year's playoffs. 
Uh, you know, they won a Take that for games. data. You know, the, that's what he's always going to be remembered for. But he's a good coach, and it's it's a bummer. But I think that this is far from his last gig in the NBA. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes. And, you know, uh, shout out a buddy of ours, Cam, immediately said, you know, Phoenix, like, take a look. This might be your guy. And I don't disagree with that. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. They've had the last three coaches the Grizzlies have had have all made the playoffs and they've all been fired. Um, that's a interesting way to uh, entice other qualified coaching candidates for the future. Um, yeah, I mean, the, it's not a surprise in the league that a star and the coach butt heads. And most of the time the star is going to win that matchup. But I would say in this situation, yeah, in the losing the eight straight piece sucks. Um, <laughs> yep. But once again, I, I if I'm the, in the Grizzlies position, it's kind of like they're in a similar position to what the Bulls were in last year, I'd almost say. Uh, and you can make the argument, it's like, well, yeah, normally you go with the star here, but the stars we have isn't going to necessarily garner us, like, you know, if, if we chose the coach in this situation, you know, because they're really, they've been at a point where they've been fighting the idea of a rebuild because they've got a really committed fan base who likes their team and likes the players. Their players are so popular on that, in that city that... That's why Tony Allen and Zach Randolph were there for so long. And why they'll have their jerseys retired. They're like super, I mean, they're gods in that town. Like they're... There Which is really drink cool. That town. That's that's a place that I think would be really cool to go to an NBA game at. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting. Um, but like, you know, from that perspective, like, but at the same time, I don't, I don't understand the thought of like, all right, we're gonna take the side of our thirty-two-year-old center. Who, I mean, you could do a lot of good and sort of, as far as restarting and getting a rebuild going if you moved him and Conley and you just blew it up and call I mean and I don't know really I mean because there were no indications of this till after you know, Fizdale gets fired of course and like the leaks and the news kind of comes that this was just a underlying thing and I can't say I, I follow Memphis Grizzlies basketball minute by minute um but like the games I saw yeah I mean I think he was doing a lot with a little uh and what his bench was and what they were doing especially beginning of the season I mean this is also why you need the I uh, say the 2025 game mark to really tell on a team because they almost had like a cl- what the Clippers almost did last year as far as a good start and they had a their bench was playing really well and then it kind of played itself out and it came back to averages but same time, yeah, Conley's hurt, losing eight straight. Yeah, you don't have the best of your tools there. Um, and just how the team is structured, yeah, I mean, it was it was an uphill battle for him to begin with, and he made the playoffs last year. It's It just seems really harsh and unfair in my mind that you would, like, an one eight-game skid would cause you to get fired. Um and so immediately, yeah, it's the flags are like, oh, there had to be something else. And I guess it was the him and Marcus all were not old, old chummy mates. Uh, um, so 
I it just it's not a good look when they've had this happen now three times. Like you know, you you have to kind of set your standards, and I just it, it hurts them because I mean I would rather have David Fisdale on a rebuild than Marcus All and then end up with a rebuild still, and you don't have a coach. Now, um, I think David Fizzell should definitely get another head coaching job. I think he will. He's extremely well-respected around the league, <laughs> especially if you've got names like LeBron and D-Way. The minute you're getting fired, you're only like, what the f- w- WTF? WTF Ultra? What if <clears throat> what if Fizzdale is the head coach of the Cavs? Yeah, I thought about that. I, uh, I was waiting. I was like, hmm, I wonder... When those rumors are going to start. It doesn't seem like that's not possible. See, I would spin in the second way, Ultra. Um, I don't, because I don't, I I think they like Ty Lue. I don't know if he would, I don't know if LeBron would do his boy, his man dirty like that. But if LeBron leaves Cleveland, perhaps they, uh, could find uh, a situation where if LeBron's going to a different place, maybe he would ask that David Fisdale be the coach there. Could be a request. Um, maybe, yeah. I would also say if you're Oklahoma City, you may want to consider a David Fisdale <laughs> to possibly bring in. As far as a guy that's... Oh. <clears throat> I, I like. There's that. some spots, yeah, right? Because I, I also... I'm pretty yeah. I'm very much done with the Billy Donovan thing. Yeah, I, I mean, think that has a lot to do with the. That's the guy I thought would be fired before David Fisdale. Um, a hundred percent, especially with how they played this year. Yeah, but I, I mean, I could see a situation if if the Cavs were like, let's say, losing the Eastern Conference Finals, losing the finals again. Maybe they say, yeah, let's go to bring Fisdale in, LeBron says he stays type of thing. I don't, I mean, I, I definitely think he will get another head coaching job because this just screams raw deal, and I think a lot of people recognize that and also acknowledge what he did do, and yeah, he has a lot of respect amongst players. Uh, he's fairly young, like, he's not a, not that old, he's a pretty young guy. Um, but yeah, it's, um, Definitely, when I saw it on my way home from work, I did a probably did a triple take on that Woj tweet because I uh, did not see that coming. I mean, yeah, I just uh, uh, first guy to get fired. I don't. David Fisdale was very. The odds on that were probably paid off pretty well if you put any money down on that because I was wasn't even thinking along those lines. Me neither. I mean, I thought he was one of the. I thought he was in one of the better situations in the West, honestly. But uh, I wouldn't say the situation was good, but I was like, oh, that guy's a I good enough coach not, that certainly did not think it was a problem. No, not especially a year and a half in. Like this is he didn't even make it two full seat. He made it to the playoffs and he's out. He didn't even make it a second season. That's wild. Yep, I agree. Um, so JB Biggerstaff gets to save another midseason. Mid-season team again, so we, good uh, luck with that, talked, my guy. We've talked about injuries quite a bit this pod, but we do have a few more we got to hit on quick because it was announced uh, just a few days ago that John Wall is going to miss a few weeks, and the Wizards are sitting, I think sixth in the sixth in the East and at, at ten and nine right now with a a bunch of teams really clustered 
right around 500 there, seventh in the East. You know, Pacers 11 and nine, Wizards 10 and nine, Heat, Knicks all 10 and nine. Bucks actually outside of the playoffs at nine and nine right now. Um, <clears throat> so this is a, I mean, this isn't a great stretch for him to be hurt. I haven't really looked at their schedule too much over the next couple of weeks, so I don't know how they're going to be able to fare. And you're, you're definitely thinking that Otto Porter's going to have the ball in his hands a little bit more. Beal is unquestionably going to have the ball a lot. But uh, not a good sign for them. And then Millsap on the on the Western Conference side with the Nugs, out for a couple months with uh, with wrist surgery. And it's, uh, you know, that's definitely, in my mind, a little more concerning, obviously because of how long he's going to be out but also just because of what he does for that team defensively because they're definitely more of a an offensively potent team than on the defensive end of the floor. So, Peach, what do you what do you think about these injuries and how they change kind of the playoff picture in the east and west? Um, I uh, I'll go with the uncreative answer and say I don't think it impacts either of these teams greatly as far as where they'll and I don't see either team really Performance-wise, and and product will really the style and you know how they're going to play obviously will be different. But um, I think Bradley Beal's equipped enough to throw up forty shots a game if they need him to do that for a couple weeks here. I think he would enjoy that probably. Um, so look a little different. You need obviously more more scoring out of a few other guys, but um. I think from the Wizards' perspective, they also have the luxury of being in the East, and I think just based on that, though, they can weather a... Now, if John Wall was out a couple of months, I'd be a little more concerned, but a few weeks, I, I don't think that's terrible for them, especially this early in the season. Right. Um, and my, my quick take on the, the Nuggets would be, well, one, they've got five other power forwards that can replace and take some of Paul Millsap's minutes. Um and I'll definitely agree with you. Defensively, they will hurt, be hurt by it. Um, but I think that just means they're going to run back the classics and just you know play, go back to some of the style that they were playing uh, last year, especially in the second half of the season. Uh, and I would, um, yeah. I mean, it, it's too bad. Uh, maybe it, the only one spin I could have, maybe they can get Fareed some more minutes and make him somewhat desirable to trade. <laughs> finally. But, yeah, that one's definitely was the one I was more bummed about because I was liking the last just like last couple weeks, I really liked how the Nuggets were looking. Um, and they, yeah, then him, him going down was, was too bad. That's just like, I just don't really like at all. I, I cannot think of a time where I was like, oh, shoot, like, an injury you never want anyone to get hurt but it's like anytime i see someone's out for like a couple months it just always bums me out because then i just feel like i can't assess the team it's oh there's always this like caveat then you're like oh well they don't have this guy and i always yeah, just like the idea of like everyone being able to play at full strength for oh like most if it's a couple weeks like that happens there's always going to be those but when it's like the month aspect i'm always bummed out by that it's going to be a weird read for them. I think that I'm even more convinced that they've got a trade in them this season. Like, I don't know what it's going to be. I think, I don't know. I, I 
Yeah, like they, they need have, to. They have, they have like a really interesting decision this offseason with what they're going to do with Jokic. Not if they're going to pay the guy, but like how? How? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, like, are you going to pick up his option, but then you're going to let him just be ha- just be pissed off going into the final year of his contract um, because he's making nothing? Or are you just going to extend him and lock him up for you know lock him up and, and tie up your cap right away uh and you still have the the free contract which is a nice little trade trip chip it's a little expensive but like he's also he can do some things for teams too um i don't know they do have a ton of power forwards but i just think defensively this team is going to have a really tough time defending anybody without Millsap. so that's certainly the most impactful thing in my mind yeah, I mean, yeah, if I had to pick between the two, it's definitely going to be the the Millsap one. But I feel like they'll just adjust and they'll um, just probably go offensive heavy, try to outsource some teams and just yeah. focus on that. And unless they can, yeah, find a decent trade that, that works, that they can move some pieces that they're some, – some spots where they um, have a little bit of a – stopgap as far as you know guys being able to to all get minutes right um let's uh let's move on to players of the week or guys of the week if you've uh if you've got one pj um i was just gonna make it mine lebron because (laughs) you know why not um he could probably almost be i could just do him and Giannis interchangeably i think and i'd be fine with it i'm sure uh, the people listening would be pretty bored by it, or maybe they'd be excited and wonder which of the two I would pick. Um, yeah, honestly. But not. yeah, he uh, had himself a nice little 27, 16, and 13 uh, against the Hornets. Uh, and I just, I mainly was giving him the player of the game because I just, I'll never get sick of it, and I'm going to miss it when it's gone eventually. But I loved going and tuning on a Cavs game in like the first 10 minutes. Not even that. It's like first five minutes of the game when you're just like, oh, damn, LeBron's going to get a triple-double tonight. Like, you can just tell. There's those, like, LeBron's going for a triple-double. Those are my favorite LeBron games because it's just like, it's it's as if he's, well, I, I guess this would be a decent, it's almost like he's got the, the star from Mario Kart or whatever, <laughs> and he's just, he's all of a sudden, he's like, He's glowing, and you're like, oh, wow, like nothing can touch him at this point because his shot will go in. He'll just be making these wild-ass passes. People will be doing these backdoor cuts, and he's hitting everyone. And he just, that was what he was – like you could tell in the first five minutes that Hornets game, I would have put any sum of money down. He would get a triple-double. He put up a very nice stat line. He's uh, currently second in the NBA in minutes played at 32 years old. Uh Guy's a guy's a freaking specimen, and uh, Cavs have Cavs went on a little run here. They got themselves a few games over five hundred now. Um, so I yeah, I mean, I was They've got I, nice they still can't straight. play defense. They're, they're still they're, playing. They're up against the Sixers at half right now. I think they're up ten, but so I uh, you know I don't really have like yeah, LeBron's really fucking good at basketball. He's been playing great this entire year, but. 
And we just don't talk this, about LeBron enough, so that's why I wanted to bring him up. I don't, yeah, and this is my real quick piece is like just how dialed in he is right now. So he he gets a look at the end of the first half tonight, and he takes a deep step back three where um, Simmons a- jumps out on him. And it's, it's clearly going and going to go off rim, bouncing to the left. And you see, as soon as he misses it, he's gonna he's sprinting to the corner where he knows the rebound's gonna be. He grabs it before it goes out of bounds with one second. And I would have bet, I would have bet a good sum of money like that. This is gonna go in. Like he's gonna nail the yeah. shot from the corner and just cashes it. It's just like, it looks like he's playing the game a little bit in slow. Like at, he's just at a different pace. Oh, he's pace. been like he's, that. He's it. Yes, obviously, yes. He 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 is just like one step ahead of everybody, but it was just like holy shit! Like, you just could see that play as a viewer. You just like as soon as LeBron, as soon as you saw the ball bouncing that way, you could have predicted right then how how that play was going to play out. You knew LeBron was going to get in the corner, and you knew he was going to catch that shot. Uh, I mean, yeah, his I mean his shooting especially has been. Wow, like he pulled up for a thirty footer, like oh, that was, the, that, was <laughs> that was wild. That was wild. Yeah, um, silly. You know, what's super interesting. Uh, shout out the road tripping pod. They had Iman Shumpert on, and he was just talking about how like LeBron's crazy, just like how intelligent he is, and was saying how they'll like get in arguments on the court, and LeBron is like yelling out people's shooting percentages, like from. He'll be like, oh, so-and-so is 30, shoots 32% from the corner. And, like, just, like, knows everyone's shooting percentage, like, everything. Just, like, has it in his head. So when he's on defense, like, he knows. He's just, like, doing the quick math of who who he'd rather get a shot in, in certain situations. And I just, him explaining it, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, this dude is crazy. Like, I just, like. Like, that kind of subtle stuff you just, I wish was nightly just, like, pumped into our veins. Those kind of facts. Because people just don't appreciate it enough. No, I wish we could hear him talk and stuff like that on the court more often. But, um... Well, yeah, if I the actually, NBA ever takes, our, takes over <clears throat> my league pass pitch it's idea, a, we could have great, that. It's an unbelievable idea. I don't have a guy of the week. I talked. We talked a little bit before the pod, and I just, I just don't have one. Like it's been a little bit down week. Yeah, AD's was... been nice. There have been some players that have been playing really nice. I wanted to give Russ the guy of the week, but you can't lose uh, your two other games after <laughs> your two next beat. games after you beat the Warriors, especially when you're one of those games is against the Mavs. So uh, yeah, no, no guy of the week for me. I'm just. Uh, I was. I'm just soaking this in. Yeah, it felt it was I yeah this Thanksgiving because yeah the matchups were bad too and it just and then Giannis didn't play on Wednesday and I felt like a lost puppy for three days without Gian, I was like going through Giannis withdrawals and then they fucking sucked against the Jazz which made me upset too and Giannis is upset Giannis is now dark Giannis we've we're Sith lords now oh it's, it's we have to the talk we have to talk about his little. I mean, he almost killed a guy. Said I would fucking kill you. I could fucking kill you. It's probably good. I'll, I'll fuck you up. Yeah. I. I, I mean, is... I don't know what the coach said to him, but I. I mean, that dude gives, like, 
cares so much. Like, is like he's intense, dude. Like he's he's had the kind of a mean streak to him at points. Like he took out Mike Dunleavy in a playoff game. Yeah, yeah. Is like that first playoff game. Like he like on the court. Like he is a very like you look at him. Um, and yeah, he'll smile all that. But I mean, he he has that mean streak in him, and he just like has this. At this point in his career, he's kind of at this junction where it's like, oh, I care so fucking much about winning and all this, but like he doesn't know how to control that. It's kind of my take. It's not. I mean, it's not a good look. I'm not trying to like spin it in that way. I mean, after it, he got asked about it, and he's just like, oh, you know, that's what brothers do. Like, you know, when you're fighting, whatever. Like you, sometimes you say shit like that, but um, I don't. I. It's not like he spreewalled him or anything. It's yeah. It's not like he's he's had a history of it. Um, yeah, I mean that the assistant could have just said you know the wrong thing, or maybe he said something to him that he was trying to fire him up, and then Giannis just wasn't that wasn't what he needed in that moment, and he kind of freaked out at him or um, whatever the the case may be. But I uh, yeah, I'm a little. I'm not sure if Mr. Jason Kidd's going to be... Jason Kidd might... Another guy I would have thought may have gotten fired before before Fizdale. <laughs> if I were to fill out a, a rankings of those, those those particular coaches. No, I agree with that. He's... Um, is, is, uh, seat's going to get a little toasty for Mr. Kidd. I just... I'm very perplexed on how they don't have an offense still. Bledsoe has not shot the ball well the last few games oh yeah he's not been shooting well but i think that's probably just environment because evidently everyone on the bucks can't shoot you put on a bucks jersey you're no longer allowed to make consistent outside shots um it's a a, something we're looking into i've got my top people on it right now figure out how to reverse that piece of it Uh, maybe you know i'd like to blame the nike jerseys but they weren't shooting well before with the other old jerseys either so yeah, we're not sure, but they're uh, yeah, like like an offense for Christmas. That's my at my my request from old Santa Claus is to give the Bucks an offense. Yeah, there. Are, I mean, it's a, it's a little lackluster when Giannis isn't really firing all cylinders, and especially when he's on the bench. But I think you just got to see when Jabari's back if he's shooting the ball like he was last season. Uh, I. And this team regresses more towards their average because they've been below average the last few weeks. I think they're going to be just fine. This team's. I can't really fine. bank on the Jabari factor. I'm not. I, you're in trouble if uh, I just think the team that team's in dire trouble if they're like hoping a guy that's coming off his second ACL is like going to be the the spark that gets him to that next step. Fair enough. Um. Let's let's move to shoutouts, man. So, you got anything this week? You can. Uh, you want to go first? You want you want me to start? Uh, so my first shoutout. I need to pull is mine out. If you haven't seen this, I got I got one NBA one to start with here. So if you haven't seen this, you got to look up. Um, and most people, if you listen to this podcast, you probably have. But Embiid's Embiid's flop against. Uh, What's his nuts on the Donovan jazz. Mitchell? Against Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell last week was one of the funniest things I've seen, and I'm not trying to blow too much smoke up Embiid's ass here because he gets a lot blown up anyway because he's the like king of social media in the NBA. But he is like 
like you you just you stuff a guy at the rim you piss him off he shoves you as lightly as a player could really shove somebody on an nba court considering how athletic these guys are and then b being a physical marvel falls to the ground and i i just like i'm really surprised i can't believe that the ref bought it like that was the most unbelievable part but holy shit that was funny please look that up give that a quick google if you got time um and then uh Oh man, I'm totally blanking on my other one. If you have yours up, you should go. Uh, first one I had was a shout out Monte uh, Monte Bull for evidently be, being uh, 50 years old when he was playing in the NBA. Um, there was a story that came out a couple of days after we Isn't it had um, Bull? what Manute Bull? I say Monte Ball. Monte Ball. My bad. Yeah. Manute Bull. I'm sorry. Monte I'm Ball, the Denver Broncos running back. Yeah, <laughs> no, Manute Bull, uh, in uh, Bull, you know, evidently passed away when he was forty-seven. Um, but the former Cleveland State coach Kevin Mackey said Bull may have actually been playing in the NBA at the age. Um, might have been playing in the NBA at the age of forty-seven. Bull's biography says he was born in. October 12th, 1968, but that didn't come from his birth certificate. It came from Mackey. And the quote is, I gave him his birthday because they didn't know how old he was. Mackey currently a scout with the Indiana Pacers, told Zag's blog. It was in October. I wanted to make it after September 1st. I wanted to make sure he was young enough because he didn't have an age. I think he was in his 40s. I really do, but there's no way of ever knowing... Uh, every athletic door is open at 19. Every athletic door is closed when you're 35. Um, he was probably 40 or 50 when he was playing in the NBA. So that's freaking wild. <laughs> that's old, man. He's good. That's like absurd. he's, it's it's wild to think about. Like he's a really interesting guy in the NBA just because he played like such a blip on the radar, but such a uh, just an outlier from pretty much anyone else yeah and his kid just committed to oregon last week too yeah he looks pretty foolish on the basketball court not like in a bad way like in a good way it's just pretty weird he's fun just it's weird he doesn't it's 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 like you're mesmerized by it yeah to look at it um the other shot well one of the shots i was gonna have was to Giannis. uh that thing but we already talked about that um now i'm looking for i lost my third shout out which was um, did you find your last oh my last one was uh the hashtag free job movement we're uh we're sick of it we're done with it we want jaleel okafor off the sixers we want him freed we're we're gonna go to the gates of philadelphia we're gonna free him i'm uh Thinking of uh, trying to hire Liam Neeson to uh, to get him get him out of this Philadelphia because he's his his NBA his early developmental years in the NBA are being taken from him. And if there's one man I know that can help prevent people from being taken or, or comes when things are being taken from people or people are being taken from people, 
<laughs> it's, it's Liam Neeson. And so we need him to help us free Jaleel because it's uh, like, yeah, I think it was Saturday night then. People, the uh, Philadelphia fan, like they were blowing out. It was Orlando. And the um, Philadelphia fans were like, we want Okafor, we want Okafor. And he just was like on the bench. And it was like definitely stay. There's a shot they show of the, the Sixers bench, and it was awkward. It was, like, awkward. And I uh, I don't know who he's, like, friends with on that team. I've been trying to figure that out for the last week and a half. I think I think he is straight up miserable. I think. He oh, he's a 1,000% miserable. And I keep, like, thinking about after every Sixers game, I, which is now going to be a thing, is I'm just gonna re- I'm just gonna say free jaw and then show the gif of him after he held up his jersey for when he got drafted and just like dropped it on the ground. We're just gonna circulate that a lot, but it was showed it was kind of doomed from the beginning. But no, man, I just feel bad for him. It's like a really fucking it's a wild situation. I, I get I understand both sides of it, but I don't like it, and it's like. I also don't understand, once again, why an NBA team would, like, purposely, like, drive down the value of an asset, but then still want what they, you know, try to ask for what maybe they originally could have gotten for said asset, and then they settle, and it's like, well, no, we're just, like, you've given up all your leverage. We'll just wait for a year, have him be a free agent, since they didn't pick up his option, and, like, we'll just get him then. We've we've hit we talked about that at length when this first came out. But yeah, I know, I but it's, man. but like no, I know, sense. I know we I know we talked about it, but it's like just that I'm now we're at this point too where it's like it's still there. He's just stuck. So we're we're trying to free Julio. Anyone wants to jump on the movement at Foolish Killer? Hit me up. We will. Uh, we'll, we'll maybe we'll start a change.org petition. I don't know. We're uh we're we're currently just we're throwing things at the the board and seeing what sticks, but we got a free jaw. Where's Ja? Um, help me, Ja. Maybe Ja Rule remember, can help Jaleel. If anyone can, I'm sure Ja Rule can. My last shout out before we uh, before we close up shop here is uh, I do I had a new food at Thanksgiving this year that I wa- I want to tell you about. Let me tell you about a new food. I think that you, anyone out there, should definitely be incorporating this in the lineup on Thanksgiving sides on that special Thursday every November, and that is pearl onions. Yeah, they're they're so good with everything else that's going on in that plate. Just a plate of pearled onions. I mean, they're not by themselves. Like, I think you got to find a little bit of a recipe. Like, you have a little bit of cheese, like light cheese on there, maybe some breadcrumbs. But, like, that with everything else, like the texture, it's nice, man. Like, I've only had pearl. I've only had pearl. It complements everything so well. Like, I guarantee you, you dig it. I um, have only had pearl onions in like a stew type of based dish. They're enjoyable, yes. I, uh, I'm telling you, like, they, they did. I just would need to know what else to put them. I mean, I just like onions. I like onions. I like totals. (laughs) I, um, I just, yeah, I guess I, people aren't, 
so you're just are you more so saying that they're being undervalued that they're a an e a, a sleeper pickup for your yeah I think they're 100 under the radar I, until I had them until they were put in front of me I didn't even think of them as a thing you and, know they were uh, a food well just like more of a thing and being part of Thanksgiving and all of a sudden mm. now I'm like I want these at every Thanksgiving I'm at just pearl onions. Not just pearl onions. Pearl onions with everything else. Well, if I get you a pearl onion necklace for next Thanksgiving? I think that probably would be pretty gross. Uh, and on that note, let's call it a day, my man. I'm I'm going to be off next week. I'm not going to be around, but I think that you may be trying to find a guest host, right? We are uh, in the works. Yeah, we're contract negotiations have yet to begin, but we may try to find a guest voice so that people aren't starved for NBA takes from the point forward brand. Um, maybe we'll have a contest on Twitter or, you know, send me your qualifications. We, uh, we'll accept, we'll accept them. Otherwise we'll reach out to maybe someone that we've previously had on the pod and get some, get some different voices in here since we've wanted to try to do that. And I know everyone's uh, sick of hearing ultra's voice. Yeah, you guys can have a break. From are you gonna? You can... Are you gonna release why the the big news why you're not gonna be on? Uh, I got to do a little traveling. He's getting deported, traveling. guys. Everyone, <laughs> we he's been deported to Canada. Ultra's green card is uh, up. He forgot to fill out the paperwork. He's he's little known secret. Uh, sorry, we didn't tell you, but Ultra's Canadian. And he's 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 made this smart move and is gonna live in Canada now again. Uh, I'm jealous personally. I wish I could go with him, but um, you know you, you know all Trumpito's uh, policies on those immigrants. You gotta get them out. Gotta protect those borders. Yeah. So and when I say that I'm going to be gone next week, it might be forever. We don't know. Yeah, we're taking it week by week, but. I've got some stuff to figure out, so I, you know, maybe the next time I'm recording, it, it may not be in this country. We'll just have to wait and see. Blame Canada, blame Canada. Indeed, blame Canada. But uh, sorry, <laughs> and unfortunately, it won't be in Toronto, so no Raptors game for me. Oh, sorry. So you get a Canuck game though. Hey, hey, hey! We'll Lots the, of maple we'll syrup in Canucks hockey. See the maple leaves, eh? Hey. Um, Hey. Check us out at the point forward NBA The NBA. Hey. Uh the point forward at the point forward on Twitter at Foolish Killer at Ultra Jacobs or our own handles at on Facebook. Just give us a quick the point forward uh search. Uh hey. send questions, comments, A's. Uh, is feedback Stories. to the point forward nba at gmail.com and uh we will make sure to incorporate those in the podcast to respond to you so thank you always for listening and pj will be back in a week hey